Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Oh, and Smithy, what a day five we have in store at the Basin Reserve. It's, it's really distracting and also so exciting to have it on while we're on air. I know this afternoon, if it goes that long, uh, I know what I'll be doing with uh, England currently 80 for five, Stokes and Joe Root at the crease. Those are the two troublemakers, it seems, at the moment for the Black Caps, the way things have been going lately in this series. But... Bracewell has really, really redeemed himself after that run out of uh, Harry Brook. Yeah, Harry Brook ran out without facing a ball, which is uh, the most cardinal and embarrassing sin you can have in Test cricket. Um, so, yeah, that brings Root and Stokes together. So much experience there, and we all know what Ben Stokes has done over the years in terms of being a hero out of uh, the unlikely. Uh, he's done it to us before at Lords. He's done it to um, Australia in the Ashes at Headingley. Um, so Ben Stokes, don't write off uh, England at this point. They've still got a little bit of fire, firepower to come because Ben folks can bat as well. But they're running out of it. Uh, for my way at the moment, uh, New Zealand are two good pieces of cricket. Two good pieces of cricket away from winning this test match. Uh, that is Root and Stokes. They get rid of them. I don't think England have the wherewithal or the strength down low uh, to be able to uh, change. So I said if they can get them 100 for four, game on. Well, they're 80 for five. New Zealand favourites for me at the moment. There you go. Yeah, right. Um, let's get to let's uh, get to that sports desk because yeah. I know you've got plenty there too. Yeah. I know, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves either uh, in terms of the black caps. A uh, bit of update from New Zealand cricket on the domestic scene. Uh, we're looking mm-hmm. at the Plunkett Shield as Kane Williamson was on the cusp of becoming the black caps leading Test run scorer yesterday. One of his old schoolmates was savouring his own special milestone in first class cricket. The connection between Northern Districts all-rounder Brett Hampton and Williamson, who both represent ND in New Zealand domestic cricket, goes back to my old school, Tauranga Boys College, when Hampton was a standout schoolboy tennis player. Cricket wasn't Hampton's number one sporting choice, but the first 11 captain, Williamson, encouraged him to give cricket a shot during his penultimate year in high school back in 2007. I finished in 2004, and that's how old I am. Anyway, uh, Hampton's big hitting strength and elite fitness has been evident in his white ball career that began as a T20 pinch hitter back in January 2012, breaking into ND's first-class squad four years later. He took a haul of four for 78 against Canterbury in his first season of Plunkett Shield, but having been utilised sporadically by ND through his Red Bull career, it had remained his best haul. That is, until yesterday when he achieved the benchmark for all first-class bowlers, a maiden five-wicket bag. Hampton's five for 67, also against Canterbury, 
helping them restrict their first innings lead in Hamilton to 62. The visitors all out for 335 in response to ND's declaration of 273 for nine. Canterbury then rolled ND for 239 on an action-packed day yesterday, meaning Northern would need another big effort with the ball on the last day. And looking at live scores now, currently stands at Seddon Park. Canterbury are 51 for one. After 14 overs, and they're looking to bowl a minimum of 83 overs on that final day, Smithy. Yeah, uh, well, he's good, good cricketer, absolutely good, good cricketer. Another one of those uh, seam bowlers that have uh, achieved at uh, first class level, but uh, haven't been able to make the step up. And maybe uh, if uh, New Zealand can get themselves through this and uh, have an unlikely victory, it's now 86 for five. Um, they, you know, you just never know. You just absolutely never know because it's victories that inspire. Victories inspire, and uh, world-class performances tend to inspire people to uh, a little bit more greatness. And uh, on that subject, of course, uh, the Tall Blacks looking to go a long way um, this year in the World Championships. Yeah, they sure are. Like, like I said earlier in the show, they were able to beat Lebanon last night, something that they weren't able to do the last time they played each other, beating them 106 to 91. What that means is that they will finish top of Group E in the World Cup qualifiers. They are in sole possession of that first place, which will bode well for them come the World Cup draw that will happen uh, at the end of April. Top scorer in there, 4 2 with 23 points, 7 rebounds. Jordan Natai, 21 points, 6 assists, and 6 rebounds. Ruben Tarangi, 21 points. Tohi Smith Milner, another great servant of New Zealand basketball with 12 points. Hiram Harris got 14, so he also always doing strong things. So the Tall Blacks are looking good as they wrap up their World Cup qualifying campaign, Smithy, and then back into international cricket. There is another test between uh, Australia and India, which gets underway tomorrow, 5 p.m. New Zealand time. You'll be able to listen to that on the SCNZ out. We've got ball-by-ball coverage. Mitchell Stark, while he'll be feeling some discomfort in his injured finger for some time to come, he is primed to make his return to indoor as Australia look to find a way to halt the Indian juggernaut. This comes from Andrew McGlashan of ESPN. Stark has been sidelined since dislocating the tip of his middle finger on his bowling hand during the Boxing Day test, which caused tendon damage. Oh, that sounds nasty. That will continue to require him to wear a splint, but it won't stop him from replacing Pat Cummins, who will remain absent from that third test as he had to rush back home for a family emergency. Stark said of his finger, it's good enough. There's going to be a level of discomfort. I don't think it's going to be 100% for a little while, but the ball is coming out quite nicely, and I feel like I'm pretty much at full tilt. Mark uh, Stark mm. at full tilt is great news for Australia. Unlike Cummins in Delhi, Stark should not have to shoulder the pace bowling responsibilities alone because Cameron Green is also set to play for the first time in this series, allowing Australia to finally be able to select a side which... With their, which whatever way they choose to balance it, they have they don't have to make the compromises that they did in the first two matches. So hopefully we see a better result in that third test, Smithy. Yeah, I think uh, we see a bit more fight. It's all about the batting for me though, um, whether they can resist the spin of uh, India and India. I had look, a brief uh, sneaky look at the pitch. It's the same. It's the same. It's barren at both ends. There's a little bit of grass in the middle, which will encourage uh, you, you quicker bowlers, but. The bowl short of a length over there is a bit of a, a waste of time. So uh, I, I, I tend to think uh, they'll go back to the tried and true. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it's absolutely successful. We should also say, in terms of what's coming up on here on SCNZ, we've got the live barrier draw for the New Zealand Derby tomorrow at 11 o'clock. 
We've got uh, Craig Baker coming in from uh, Auckland Racing. Um, and, of course, uh, we'll have Louis Watt out of uh, Christchurch. And uh, we'll talk about the live barrier draw at 11 o'clock tomorrow here on SCNZ. Yeah? Yes, for the New Zealand Derby. Of course, you, you'll be uh, running the cut of there, Smithy, along with Louis. And along with Craig Baker, we've also lined up Graham Rogerson, trainer of Sharp and Smart, plus Robert Wellwood, the co-trainer of Pro S and Mark Twain. So it'll be a very busy half hour for us from 11 o'clock here on SCNZ. Okay, fine. Uh, it's been a busy half hour, this one too, uh, to be honest, but it's come to an end, which means we've got to go to the news with Araha, but it also means you can call us on uh, 0800 150 0800 150 and uh, have a crack at winning a, a $50 bonus bet from the TAB. Best of luck, Brian's waiting for your calls.